Earshot with Steve Martin. Yes, hello. Thanks for downloading. It is the Earshot podcast. Haven't done one of these for a while, but we're in lockdown. So what a great opportunity uh, to meet this time two freelance radio producers. We are going almost coast to coast, east and west England today in Portishead. Adam Venton. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Oh, great. Thanks. How is Portishead today? Nice and sunny. It looks really nice from the window. <laughs> it's a beautiful day here too. Uh, and uh, in Essex, Matt Pod. Hello, Steve. Hey, how are you? It's great to be here. Very well, thank you. Yeah, well, thank you for being within earshot, as we say on this show. Um, so, a- Adam, you're um, your freelance producer. As I say, you've worked um, in the past for UKRD, a lot of production companies like um, uh, Benstown, you launched Imager, worked with The Mix Group and now freelancing with loads of clients, including the BBC and uh, Hits Radio, responsible for some of the output there and, and Kiss. How are you finding it as a freelance? Uh, yeah, it's it's really, I love it. It's, it's hard to describe really, but it's very, very different. Um, a lot more challenges than I envisaged, I think, uh, at first, but I, I really enjoy it. Um, work with some really good people um and excellent kind of teams um so yeah it's it's really nice to kind of be able to to work in different formats different stations and and things from day to day really and and for you what has been the biggest challenge uh what, since going freelance or or in this mm-hmm. lockdown we find um since going freelance organization really um i think i really took for granted how structured uh, my days within uh, the companies I worked for were um, when there's when there's nobody kind of you know giving you uh, set tasks in a day or um, you know having to you know take your lunch at a certain time silly things like that it's it's it can be quite difficult to kind of implement structure to begin with when you've got say four deadlines all the same day but they're a month away you kind of need to be disciplined and um kind of set your own schedule that's tricky <laughs> so self-discipline is the key there yeah definitely definitely and matt let's have a chat with you i was first aware of the work you did at smoke radio that uh, uh collected a student radio award but uh you've worked with other clients as well including the bbc and uh, the Leica group we uh sometimes forget about Leica group what's their radio station you've worked with uh, so I've I was lucky enough actually to get the opportunity um, to work with a station called Time One Hundred Seven Point Five, uh, and that really allowed me to kind of nurture up what I had learned um, from within community radio, um, because I would still presenters and I'd take them into a studio and I'd give them a bunch of lines and I'd be like, right, we're making a promo, and um, that kind of allowed me to to get some really hands-on experience like I was doing everything I was I was going out getting vox pops um I was reading out the travel and yeah I just started making promos from there and that's that's how it started really I guess and how does that compare with working with some of the talent say at the BBC on their campaigns well can you just drag them into the studio in the same way um not quite but um obviously it, working at the BBC is a whole different board game as in it's literally such a melting pot of really creative people all in one building um, and you really feel as though you're part of what you're actually doing so you, you feel as though what you're making is really making a difference um, and everyone there wants everything to sound good everyone there wants 
you know, top-notch audio. So it, it, it's not really a case of we can just drag people in. Obviously, you've got to book, book people whenever you, you want them. But um, yeah, but yeah, it, it's great, really. It's great. It's such a great atmosphere. And how are you finding lockdown, Matt? You're in a beautiful part of, of Essex. That's got to be helpful. But so many of us work from home anyway. How have things changed for you? Hasn't really changed for me because I don't really leave the house much anyway. But um, there's lots of um, plug-in sales on at the moment, so I'm having a great time on on the on the DAWs. So, what have you found then that's on offer that's uh, worth getting right now? Um, a lot of the Waves plugins are on offer now. Um, mm-hmm. I think the one that I've been playing around most with is Morphoda. I bought it a while back, but there's a lot more things that you can do to it than you can first see. But um, that that that's something that you know is a bit it, it takes a lot of time to play around with but waves more photo definitely something that is worth investigating a bit more what does it do it's so you know like that that, that taylor swift song i promise that nobody's gonna love you like me that one i promise that you'll never find another like me you know the kind of really full sounding stereo effects that you've got going on where it sounds like there's a lot of voiceover. It, it basically just allows you to layer uh, the voice with different textures of, of harmony. Um, it's a really, really good piece of kit, actually. Really good piece of kit. I promise that you'll never find another like me. Have you used that one, Adam? Uh, I have, yeah, I've used it a little bit. Um, any tips for Matt who's just starting out and learning new tips? Do you know what? He probably, he probably, from what he's just said, he's probably dived in a lot more in depth than I have. So maybe he can give me some, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you finding the uh, these weeks of lockdown there, Adam, in uh, Portishead? Um, well, similar to Matt on the work front, it, it, to begin with, uh, it, it wasn't too much different, really. Um, obviously, working from home anyway. Um, I think the last 10 days, I've seen... Uh, a drop off in, in kind of clients and things where there's being a they're feeling a financial impact and um, whether it be sales or or whatever yeah work wise not so much but lifestyle wise it's it's a bit it's a bit tricky I mean we've got a got a six month old baby boy who you know we want to in this weather we want to take to the swings and to the seafront and things and and you can't but um, it's all. It's all for the greater good, if you, to sound like hot fuzz. But um, <laughs> yeah, we're lucky that we've got a nice garden. So, For you as a producer, what are the opportunities that uh, that this crisis has thrown up? I think, was it Winston Churchill who said, never let a good crisis go to waste? <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. They're, you know, losing kind of like a client or two, creating a bit of space in kind of in the work day it's perfect time I think to kind of upskill really so things things I've been wanting to look at and improve for a while you know for me music production is a big one um I really really want to kind of get my teeth into making more production music uh, but I've never really had the time so if time does allow that's something I want to dive into um making the effects as well like I do like the effects packages I, I make and, and put out um I haven't been able to do any of that for a while so Although they're not things that, you know, I can use to, to pay the mortgage right now. They're things that develop my skill set and hopefully pay dividends further down the line, I guess. Well, certainly with music production, if you've, um, if you've got PRS returns coming in in future years, that's always a good investment in time up front, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's something I really enjoy. And, and also there's so many transferable skills, as, as we all know, from music production to, to radio imaging. So 
you know, um, always looking to learn and, and kind of develop in different ways. So, yeah, music production definitely for me. Well, let's hear your imaging highlights uh, reel now, uh, Adam, and um, then we'll have a chat about some of the bits in it. Okay, cool. For MP3, for all the music. love their logo melodies in Europe, don't they? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about that one, because that's NRK. Uh, mm. How did that come about? Uh, that It's a bit of a strange one, that, because it all started um, years and years and years ago when, um, when I was doing some stuff for Ben Marks, who I pretty much uh, owe my beginning of a career to. He taught me most of what I know. Um, and I'm sure we're all aware of how good a producer he is. Um, so he was doing some stuff with them years and years and years ago, which I helped with. Um, and then fast forward to about six months ago, um, the PD, Krista, uh, got in touch and said, you know, 
we liked what you did previously with Ben. We're looking for some more kind of freelance work. Would you be interested? Um, and it kind of went from there. So, yeah. And, and how would you describe, in, you know, the character of the, the station, the sound you've developed for them? Um, really youth orientated, um, kind of like quite edgy, but not too over the top. They like quite a quite a nice blend, really, but they're very, very um, beat driven and um, energy is kind of key, really. Um, and they, they really like using tonal stuff within beat mixes and things. So there's a lot of... Um, tuning on drops and things like that to keep it all kind of musically flowing um so yeah it's, it's really good fun station to work on actually really like it those harmonic elements are very much in vogue right now in music production and imaging yeah very much so i think that's why it's, it's so much in imaging because you can hear it you know imaging obviously um reflects what's going on in the music industry at, at the time um so yeah, it's no coincidence, I don't think. Uh, Matt, what did you make of Adam's Reel? I I think it sounds really strong. I really like it. And um, as someone that's used Al- uh, Adam's Elements before, um, the Impactopus package, is that the one? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, nice as, as someone that's come used again. the package before, <laughs> as someone that's actually used the package hands-on, hands um, they use it at the BBC, to hear what he's done with it, as opposed to what we've done with it, is very it's different work um but it, it, it's really good really strong stuff it's very nice isn't he he's very nice this guy isn't he <laughs> thanks matt <laughs> everyone in radio is nice um, yeah. so um i'm interested in in your work as a composer as a music producer as well as a, a imager and just listening to your reel there wondering how much of the music uh tracks that in under the promos uh, are your own compositions because if you can write your own music do you ever have to reach for a production library now uh to be honest none of that was any of my any of my music um <laughs> it's it's a it's kind of where i'd like to get to um to be able to write music that's strong enough to be used in in imaging work like that at the moment um my music work isn't anywhere near strong enough to to do that um so the effects, yes, like a lot of the stuff in there is, is for my own packages that I've made because when I've been making it, I know I can envisage in my head how they how I would use them. So it kind of, it, it's kind of already, they're already made in my head before I actually start putting them together in Pro Tools. Um, but the music, yeah, not so much. <laughs> um, and you've been working with Mix Group in the US as well. Um, let's hear a mm-hmm. little bit of the the work you've done uh, with that group. But first, just tell me what were the differences for you working in the US market compared with British and European radio? So with regards to kind of like actual production, they're really big on sound effects. So if you mention the word online in the script, they expect some sort of computer noise. If you mention a competition, they expect cash sounds. Um Maybe not the major, major market stations, but certainly the kind of middle market stations and smaller market stations. Um, whereas in the UK, that's not such a necessity. Um, and because of that, sometimes the, the American stuff can sound really busy and, you know, it can be a good thing, can be a bad thing, but um, very busy, very full, um, very full on. And how do you drop those elements in without it sounding like sonic clip art? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a good way of putting it. Um it can be tricky. I try and when I'm placing my voiceovers, I always try and place syllables on beats. 
So naturally, there will be the opportunity to create a little gap. Um, so for example, I'll, you know, if I end a liner um, on the end syllable, then there's a gap of a syllable. I can put the crash of like a cash crash there and then go on to the next word. So it doesn't sound as though it's detracting from the flow. Um, that's the key thing. If it's all in, if it's all kind of flows nicely and it doesn't sound like it's jarring or trying to, trying to overtake something in the mix, then, then it's, it's fine. Um, it's the problem comes when some of the scripts, some of the scripts are very, very long in the U S market. I mean, I've made promos. I think the top one was 90 seconds long for a promo, which is just insane. Um, and then they tell you to, Oh, well, can we have that but in 60 seconds so you have to cram everything and then when you're trying to put effects in as well that's when it starts to be a bit of a car crash um so yeah as long as you can kind of create natural space and keep the flow then then it's not so bad i had a creative director who said um you'll get asked to make some long stuff um but (laughs) always work out in your head what the 10 second version would be because if you can't distill the message down to 10 seconds then the message is too complicated yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. I mean, the way the mix group work is I I was very much, my only point of contact was the program director. So he would be the go-between between the client stations and and us um, because that's what the mix, for anybody that doesn't know, the mix group is basically they provide custom imaging for hundreds, hundreds of stations across the US on barter. Um, so the stations submit their scripts and voiceovers to <clears throat> the production director, chap called one, and then he would allocate the work to us as producers. So, um, whenever there was an issue with a script or anything like that, I would always go to him. So it was actually quite difficult to make suggestions to improve things. So if I was to say, oh, you know, we could make this shorter, we could do this, we could do that. He'd go, cool. Okay. I'll take it to the client. And then they'd come back and a lot of the time they'd go, nah, we want it as is, please. Um, which can be frustrating, but then, you know, it's just the way it works, I guess. <laughs> Great. Well, let's hear a little bit of your work for The Mix Group. Hit, hit What's up, guys? I'm Sean Mendes. Woo! Turn this up. Sean Mendes, In My Blood. On C104. If you've ever dreamt of being in the same room as some of your favorite music stars all in one night... Uh-oh, uh, guys. Hey, want to see me perform live? Mm, okay. Yeah, but I was... Hey, guys. Deal with it. Whoa, Usher. That's pretty savage, bro. Wake up. <laughs> it could happen. 101.5. C100 2019 Squad Goals. Ariana Grande, live at Modus Center. Hi, this is Ariana Grande. for you and your squad to see Ariana Grande. April 30th at Modus Center. And one CVIP squad also gets transportation from JMI Limousine and hair and makeup from Aveda Institute, Portland. Sign up your squad now at C100Portland.com. I'm so excited. Good luck. I'm so happy to be here. On Z100. What's up, Madison? It's Megan Trainer. And this is my new single, no excuses on Z104, number one for new music. B1039's yeah. Big Mama's All Access Concert Flyaway number 75 what? is Justin Timberlake in Las Vegas, December 1 at the T Mobile Arena. Justin Timberlake Men of the Woods Tour. And what's the best thing to have when going into the woods? Oh, yeah. 
toilet paper. Gotta reach that. <sighs> uh, what's that? Oh. Win TP for James. First rule of Vegan Club. Hi, my name is Paul and... I'm a vegan. Hi, Paul. Tell everyone about Vegan Club. Power 97.3, Albany's number one hit music station. Goes great with hummus. Another year is almost here, and 96.1 KISS FM is celebrating with our biggest hits from your favorite artists. Join JoJo on the radio for the top 50 of 2018. This is Post Malone. Hey, it's Camila. What's up, guys? I'm Khalid. and most played songs this year. iHeartRadio's Top 50 of 2018. Let's go! Here at Sunday at 12 noon. Then again on New Year's Day with 96.1 KISS FM. Remember, it's okay to stay on your lunch break until your boss sends out a search party. Okay, last seen about an hour ago, everybody. Listen up, I need you to check Starbucks, the movie theater, and that bar across from the strip club. Oh, wait. I think I know where he is. This is your lunchtime power hour on Power 97.3. New music. Kiss 95.9 with the new hits first. I'm Sam Smith. Sam Smith and Normani dancing with a stranger. We're Tom Marvis, number one hit music station. Kiss 95.9. That's quite a reel. They love their one-liners, don't they, in the imaging? <laughs> They do. They also love uh, dropouts and promos for like little kind of skits and scene setting. So that's quite fun to do. <laughs> Lovely reel. Adam, thank you very much for sharing that with us. Let's turn to you, Matt. Uh, what, what do you want to play on the Earshot podcast this time? Uh, so probably my favourite piece of work today is uh, the Iron Imager that I've put out um, to Benstown's Iron Imager 2020. I've never entered it ever before. Um but it's a privilege to be able to work with Benstown Elements to make something for Benstown. Um, and I did it with the station, Time 107.5. They were, you know, they're still there for me to record stuff, which I'm I'm really lucky that I've, I've got that kind of connection with the station still. But yeah, it, it's a really creative piece. It's quite a different piece. And um, I've stolen a lot of production tips from... Uh, from the likes of James Lawson, um, a lot of Adam's stuff as well, actually, believe it or not. But yeah, I, I've, I've had a lot of influences from a lot of really great imaging producers. Um, and I hope it's, I hope it's you know, audible in, in the work that I've done. Initialising show profile. You met me this. Trying to have a good time and you played me the song. What is your name? Neil Andrews. What's your show called? Breakfast every morning from six with the big breakfast bite and the early morning anagram for you to guess. And when was your first time? My first time? I've not got a scooby what you're on about. Your first time listening to time 107.5 on a smart speaker. Obviously. In car, on your phone, and now smart. Just say Alexa. Play time 107.5 and wake up to the time 107.5 breakfast show. Weekday mornings from 6. 
Great. Uh, thank you, uh, Matt, for, for that. Just uh, talk us through that. A lot of uh, uh, harmonic elements in there. You know, the first eight seconds of that basically was a tune. Yeah, so I'm, 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 quite, I'm quite lucky as in that um, I actually started playing the violin from about five years old. Um, so I've never really had to learn music theory. I've, I've kind of got it drilled into me. And, I, and then obviously I started playing the piano after that. And as you say, a lot of radio is really harmonic right now. So um, it's kind of putting what I knew about kind of music technology into practice, really. Um, and that morphoda there that you hear on the Alexa, that's like a seventh chord. So it just makes everything fill out really. It makes it sound really fat and full. Um, and obviously the mix is something that I'm still looking to work on. Um, but yeah, with the tools that I've got, I'm really happy with, with how that came out. And uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's one of my favourite pieces of work because it's just something that's kind of creative. It's something that you can do that would never really make it to air. It's kind of your excuse to go a bit wild and a bit ham on... Like you have to be over the top with, with production elements. So often you can use too many and take take away the kind of message of the promo. Um, but with Ben's Townline Imager, it's your chance to really just put in absolutely everything you can into one promo. So yeah, I'm quite happy with how it came out. And, and did you write that? I did, yeah. So uh, how do you marry your uh, sonic work, your audio production, and also your your scripting work? Is that a kind of left brain, right brain thing going on in your head? Um, well, scripting has always been something that I've been really weak on. Um, it, it's never something that I've been particularly good at. And often I'd have to go to, to, to Ben Williams, who's uh, the producer at BBC Pop Web Station Sound, um, one of the, the bosses um, that I, I kind of reported to and I, I got to know really well and I got to know his style of work. And I'd come to him and I'd be like, how's this script? And he'd be like, we're the BBC, we're, we're not a commercial station. Um and because I'd be throwing out win with da 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 da, um, and it's just it's really hard to adapt. That's one thing that I found challenging across all the stations that you you have to work on. Um, but harmonically, everything's always kind of works for me. I because we work on grid now on DAWs, and it kind of does the work for you. Um, you've just kind of got to piece it together the way the way you can hear it in your head, the way you hear a promo or or an out of break coming through, you know, you've just got to kind of piece it together. I, I want to ask a bit more about scripting because, you know, every promo relies on a on a great script. And I'm interested to hear from you as someone who's learning about scripting, what is the biggest, most important lesson that you've learned about the craft of writing through this process so far? It's really hard to kind of make sure that you get the the kind of message across and don't take away too much from it. Like with that, 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 that promo that I made, um, yeah, it's a bit over the top, but the real kind of message is there. You can now listen to The Breakfast Show on a smart speaker. That was the kind of message behind that. Um, so the hardest thing for me is kind of trying to get the style right because you, you've got to think of who's going to be listening to this, obviously. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, radio imaging is about kind of making things fit in between the tracks. So if it doesn't fit with the previous track or the track after, then it's going to sound really odd. So you kind of need to find that right balance of 
of the kind of target audience that you're going for, as well as being able to sit in the mix with a bunch of songs. And uh, Time 107.5 is not, let's be honest, it's not a huge radio station. I think they're really fortunate to have your work and uh, that amount of thought going into the the on-air production, because a lot of stations that size uh, simply wouldn't have that talent available to them. Do you know what? I'm really grateful for the opportunity that, because that they've done so much good for me. And um at the, at the time I was 16 and I was applying for part-time jobs and I like kind of on the offset that there would be a job going at time I sent them an email um, and they had me in over the summer a couple of years ago and when I was 17 I started doing teas and coffees for presenters um, and then just kind of started doing more and more stuff and getting loads of hands-on experience which is great I owe a lot of what I've kind of learned to time and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the way to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> Fair play, Matt. That's really well done, mate. That's really, that's, that's really good. Appreciate it. Matt, let's hear one more piece from you. Yeah, so um, another piece uh, that I quite like. Um, this would have gone out months ago now. Um, Harps has actually had a rebrand on her show since, which sounds epic. Um, all done by Sam Wickens, Luke Berry, some amazing producers at Pop Hub. Um, but this is a promo that I did for Harps. Um, and we were giving away tickets to see Ranveer Singh, which is it's quite a big name in the kind of Punjab Asian network scene going on at the moment. Um, you get to learn a lot about kind of Desi beats and, and all that when you're working real within the station. Um, so this was my first voiceover session with a presenter. It was on um, one of those handheld mics um, because I, I didn't know how to operate the studio <laughs> at the time. Um, but I, I was absolutely, I was scared out of my life. Um, I just wanted things to go right. And I think they did. Because um, when I pieced together the promo and I sent it to Ben Williams, he said, you know what, this is the first thing that you've made that we wouldn't know that any, anyone else wouldn't have made it. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite proud of it in that sense. Okay, you've made it your own. Let's have a listen. The Asian Network Breakfast Show. Good morning with Harps Core. On Wednesday morning, I've got something mega exciting on the show. He's one of Bollywood's biggest stars. And now I've got a chance for you to get up close and personal with Ranveer Singh. If you fancy being at Arena Birmingham, hanging out with Ranveer Singh, VIP style, listen tomorrow morning from 6. The Asian Network Breakfast Show. With Harps Core. I love that good morning in there. That's so bright and cheery. That's a um, the wonderful works the of Waves Morphoda. It's a it's a seventh chord, but I it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me that did that. I can't take the credit for that. It's that was a template. That little good morning. So the top and tail are a template. Um, I, I think it was the work of of someone called Dane. I think um, very talented producer again working at Pop Up. Um, he's also done a bit of work for Magic as well, but. Um, yeah, that's, I love the way you know the chord is a seventh though. It's because they add, so with your chords, you've got the first and the third and the fifth, which makes up the main chord. <laughs> um, but the sevenths of chords make things sound really full. That's how it sounds kind of, it doesn't sound off, but it sounds kind of a bit more full. Um, it, it, it's, it's weird to kind of explain, but from a musical standpoint. The seventh is a, if I remember from my uh, O level music, and the seventh note is the leading note, isn't it? It makes you want to lead onto something else. I think so. I, 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 can't, I can't really describe it. It's, <laughs> weird, it's a weird one, but it's being used a lot more in production. And I, I really like the way things are going. Um, 
like you take the, the, the work of James Lawson, one of my favorite producers um, who works at Bauer. Um, he, he's using things like this all the time and it just really makes the mix sound really full and, and uh, Effectrix as well is a great plugin, which is, uh, you know, the kind of tonal delay, um, which Adam uses in a lot of his work as well. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, yes, I do. It's a great little plugin, that one. <laughs> it's a great little plugin. Uh, tell us about that, uh, Adam. What, why do you use that so much? Uh, Matt's hit the nail on the head. It's, um, it's so versatile and it just adds a real nice kind of tonal element, particularly with delays and things, the tonal delay function on it. It's, it's um, yeah, anything with tuning in it, I tend to use uh, effects tricks. Yeah. So effects tricks. And do you use Melodyne, either of you as well? Yes. Occasionally, I'm more kind of Waves Tune Light because I don't have money, but um, Waves Tune Light's doing the job for me. Do, do you know what? <laughs> Waves Tune is actually, sometimes I, I go to Waves Tune even though I've got Melodyne um, because it's, it's just quick and it's, sometimes it's easier if, if you're on, in a rush. I'm, I'm curious about um, working as a freelancer, particularly when you're working with um, uh, major clients. Do, uh, if, if you wanted to, to invest in uh, a particular plugin for a project, are the clients ever going to put their hands in their pockets and, and help you out? Or is that a, a cost that you're going to have to bear yourself as a freelance? I mean, with the BBC, um, it, to my knowledge, when, when there's something on SoundCloud and someone will kind of copy and paste it and put it in an email thread and they'll say, what's this plugin right here? <laughs> um, then everyone will kind of be like searching for it, like chaos. Um, and once we found it, then people will um, add it to their iLocks which is where you kind of get all your plugins from from Waves and and it's your Pro Tools kind of license. Um, so people do definitely invest in plugins, yeah, for, from my experience. So. Uh, from, from my point of view, um, or from my experience, sorry, I've not had any clients offer to buy plugins for me. Um, I've had uh, stations and, and, and production services who've shared kind of screenshots of things like EQ settings and compression settings for their voices and things, uh, and if I don't have the that that exact plugin, I'll either try and pick it up myself um, as a business expense, or failing that if it's if it's too expensive or whatever, then I'll um, I'll try and replicate those settings in another plugin and try and get it as close as I can. But not actually, no one's actually purchased anything for us for me, not yet. <laughs> Not yet. They're welcome to. If anyone's listening and wants to buy me some stuff, then please Open do. I'm all over, I'm there. open for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise here as well. Send your plugins to Adam and Absolutely. To you can never have too uh, many plugins. I'm going to play something uh, now um, that I heard on the radio the other day. And uh, this is an ad from Radio Centre. It's part of their See Radio Differently campaign. But as you'll hear, it's an ad for our times. In these difficult times, many businesses are still very much open for business and still need to communicate with their customers. Radio can help. Right now, it's playing an even bigger role, keeping people in the UK informed and entertained. And the latest technology means that even with social distancing, radio ads can still be made and broadcast safely. Radio, business as usual, even when it's not business as usual. See Radio Differently at radiocentre.org. Well, Matt and Adam, you're um, making your radio production safely using the latest technology. Uh, I was curious to know why they put that line in that ad because 
Can you imagine a client thinking, oh, I won't book any radio advertising because it'll be dangerous for the producers? Or they'll never fit the orchestra into the studio right now. <laughs> yeah. They've got their own Sonic logo going on there, which is very nice. I, I did notice that at the end as well, yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? What do you make of that line then? With the latest technology, radio ads can be made safely. I think maybe just a bit of reassurance because um, during this whole thing, this whole health crisis, radio has... We've got to admit it, radio has kind of emerged as like the champion of, of media. Um, like people are turning to radios more than ever. And um, another bit of promo for BBC Local Radio, but they've done some really great work in kind of keeping communities connected. Um, like Time did this as well. They they did something where um, where you could call in and you could, um, you know, offer... This was before the kind of lockdown but they did something where you could call up and offer to to kind of deliver things like essentials to somebody that's more vulnerable um so yeah it's i guess, I guess the message is kind of just saying that radio is the it's just raving about radio radio is the kind of the champion that's emerged from this that's my dog i'm sorry <laughs> barney <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's chasing i think it's the postman so he's just running to the studio he's barking out the window sorry about that that's all right. I've got my daughter in the other room playing uh, ukulele. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, going going back to that the the line. Um, yeah, I can I can only think as well that they've wanted to include the word safely because obviously it's almost obviously it's, it's I don't want to say buzzword, but obviously stay home, stay safe. You know, safe is everywhere at the minute, so it's kind of keeping it mm. topical, relevant, and maybe there's like a a bit of a subliminal connection there you know, given that we see safe everywhere else, perhaps. I don't know, but I'm speculating. Well, uh, look, yes, if you're in business, buy some radio advertising. Yes, that's the message. Please do. <laughs> Get, keep, keep us in jobs. <laughs> <laughs> we hear that people are turning uh, to radio more and more. A lot of stations reporting a big uptick in their online streaming. I guess we won't know for sure until we get Rajar, and I'm not sure at this stage, how Rajar is even going to be measured uh, this quarter with everyone in lockdown. Um, but it is really important, isn't it, that we do know who is listening and what the, the trend lines are. It's also interesting to follow this, the way that radio is changing in its sound. And I wonder, as, as sonic experts, whether you've noticed any tonal shifts in the sound of radio stations. Do you want to go first, Matt? Um in in terms of production <laughs> in, in terms of production i don't think anything's really changed because radio is there for people to escape um and in terms of production you know radio's there to make you feel good and and take you away from from what's kind of what's kind of facing you it's kind of an entertainment so in terms of production um obviously there are times where we need to kind of tone things down but in terms of production on the whole Nothing's really changed. Is, is that what you're hearing, Adam? I was going to say, I think Matt's right. Um, and also from a programming uh, kind of standpoint, I, I kind of listen to Radio 1 quite a lot. And there doesn't seem to be, apart from in the news, there doesn't seem to be much mention of, of coronavirus um, from the presenters. And likewise, uh, a friend, a good friend of mine is a good, big fan of the Archers. And she was saying how when she listens to Radio 4, one of the reasons she listens, because she's a nurse is that they don't mention coronavirus and it's kind of her escape from the real life situation she finds herself in because she's very much on the front line. Um, and I, when she said that to me yesterday, I thought that was really interesting and how, how kind of radio stations, yes, like Matt says, we should 
um, obviously tone things down because it, at certain points it's a very difficult time. But there are people out there who use radio as escapism, especially when we can't go out and about and do things anymore. It is, it is a way of escaping whatever, you know, is, is going on. So um, radio is kind of showing its true value, I feel, at this point. And people that may have turned away from radio for things like streaming services and, and Spotify and things, I think during this current situation will find themselves gravitating back to it. Yeah, that's a really good point, isn't it? It is at times like this where the difference between radio and streaming music services is so apparent. Scott Mills and uh, Radio 1 actually did a... No, it wasn't Scott Scott Mills, it was Grimmy. Actually, it might have been Scott, but um, they did... You know, you've got the 1-4 going home, the 1-4 the weekend. Um, mm -hmm. It's kind of their slogan. They did the 1-4 washing your hands um, not too long ago. <laughs> nice. So that, that's one of the ways that we've kind of been keeping things kind of lighthearted and, you know, kind of still going in the industry. Brilliant, thanks. Adam, do you want to share a production secret, something you've heard and you, you know how it was done? Uh, oh, put me on the spot. Um, I'd like to hear this as well. <laughs> oh, now I feel really under pressure. Here's um, a question. I've got a question because I was trying to do this the other day. Mm. What's the quickest way to get reverse reverb with the plugins that you know we get from Waves or or Sound Toys? Uh, Trueverb. So I use I, I use reverse uh, reverb a lot, particularly on AC format stuff because uh, it's nice and smooth. So. Trueverb um, actually has a reverse button in it. So if you just kind of get the settings you like and then hit reverse, it will do it for you. Uh, likewise, HDelay, which is one of my favourite plugins ever. I use it on everything. Um, that's really cool. Actually, that could be the production tip. This really cool way of doing rhythmic uh, kind of like sweeps into um, or anything, VO, beds, whatever you like, um, HDelay, if you're working in grid mode, like Matt said he does, and like most of us do, um, it you can literally sweep up in, say, two, three bars rhythmically into uh, an impact or a piece of VO or whatever just by using H-Delay and hit and reverse. And H-Delay is from Waves as well, isn't it? It is, yeah. So really simple, really effective. If you use it in stereo as well, you can bounce it between left and right to give that extra kind of movement. That's probably something you already know, Matt. I don't mean to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, it's a great plugin, and um, it, it sounds really cool. You've just got to experiment with it. Put it on the chain. It sounds really cool. But yeah, I guess um, as Adam said, H delay is one of the definitely one of the go-to plugins. It's so simple to use as well. Brilliant! A lovely collection of free tips there. Thank you, hmm. both of you. And uh, uh, we should just uh, point out where your websites are because I know you've got some stuff to buy on yours. Adam Venton, what's your website address? Uh, so for freelance work, it's adamventon.com. And then for any kind of effects packages and things, it's littlemonstermedia.co.uk. And Matt, where, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on basically all social medias. Um, it's just at Matt Seapod, P-O-D-D. Wonderful. Thank you both very much. Uh, I want to say thank you to Harrison RB for setting this up today, uh, hitting the phones and doing some pre-production and research. That was great. Thank you, Harrison. And also thanks to IPDTL. We used IPDTL to make this show today. And this is how it sounds. Great, isn't it? Go and get it yourself. <laughs> uh, I'm Steve Martin. Uh, thanks to you for being within Earshot. We'll do another one of these soon. Cool. Thanks so much for that, Steve. Thank you very much for having me.